stop relying on your contract. I said it. Stop relying on your contract to be the primary source of communication with your clients. I see this all the time. The social media posts and all of the photography Facebook groups, they're always plastered with, can you believe my client did this even though my contract says not to? Or they'll screenshot parts of their contract and then they will, they will also have a screenshot of the conversation that they had with their client, like confronting them about it. And I'm just cringing. Like it makes me cringe. And I really want to dig into this because I think a lot of you can have a lot of your problems in your business solved by this one episode, this one conversation that we're going to have. Okay. So here's the thing. Your contract absolutely has a valid place in your business. You need one. You should have one. If you don't have one, you need to do that today. So I'm not saying you don't need a contract, but what I am saying is that clients are not reading every single word in your contract. Let me ask you, when is the last time you read a contract word for word all the way through top to bottom? Right. With the exception of one of you, the 99% of us left, we don't do that. We are typically skimming them over and sometimes not even reading them at all. So what makes you think your client is reading every word of your contract, right? Okay, so again, your contract has a legal and valid place in your business. You absolutely need one. That contract is there to protect you as a business owner and your client to ensure they're getting the professional services that they're investing in. Okay, that's what it is. Your contract is the legal agreement that you guys are exchanging services for an investment. But the contract itself, even though it says so many things in it, it actually is not a method of communication. As photographers, we are dealing from human to human, right? That is the type of meeting we're having. We are face-to-face. We are human to human. And I really, really want that to sink in because I think a lot of us approach things and react out of our egos and not necessarily how we treat others, right? So one thing I'm hoping that you'll take away from today's conversation is that you start taking situations on a case-by-case basis and you remember that you are dealing with a human being who has just as much going on as you do, probably a mama, maybe a soon-to-be bride, whoever your client is, I just want you to start seeing them as a human. They deserve respect just like you do, okay? And if you have clients that are not giving you the respect that you deserve, you have the right to refuse service. No questions asked, okay? But they deserve respect. They deserve patience. And guys, they deserve a conversation, okay? So your contract, even though it's got really good stuff in there and it's got some do's and don'ts, or maybe it's got some guidelines or some expectations, whatever it has in there that you want to communicate to your clients, you've got to 
highlight those sections of your contract and find another way to communicate that to your client. So for example, throughout my contract, there's a lot of things I touch on from the investment and pricing itself to rescheduling, to cancellations, all of those things, right? Because again, the whole point of the contract, if we ever needed to use it in a court of law, it literally spells out and it shows the agreement that we made. That's why everything is in the contract, but it doesn't mean everyone's going to read it. So what I do is I have found different places throughout my client journey to say what's in my contract in a different way. I have found unique ways to communicate what I need said to my clients so that I know that they've heard the information and that they understand it. Okay. A lot of the time I see photographers who are just solely depending on the contract. They don't ever explain their process. They don't ever explain any policies or if someone needs to reschedule, they're never saying this outside of their contract. And if that's you, then let's do better. Let's find ways to communicate that so you can be sure that your client didn't just sign a contract to sign a contract, but that they understand, okay? So the other thing here is I wanna give you guys some tangible examples of where I have put certain things in my contract to be sure that it's being communicated, okay? So first and foremost, I really do try to, anything that is major that my client needs to know, I really do try to put that in a primary form of communication, which is verbally, right? So me speaking from my mouth where they can hear me or in email communication. A lot of my email sequences give room to put in this important information. And so I have it sprinkled in there. One of the very first things after someone books with me I go over my reschedule and cancellation policy in an email. And I even make, I'm very sarcastic. I like to joke a little bit and then be serious when I need to be. That's just part of my personality. And so one of the things that I do is I basically apologize to my clients that we've got the business lady has to come out before we can start planning their super fun session. And so in that email, I have spelled out exactly what I need them to know. And then typically they will reply to me and let me know that they understand. And then we're moving on from there. The legal stuff is taken care of and we can truly focus on giving them the experience that they invested in. So that's one idea. Another thing that I do is when I deliver my gallery. So when the galleries are ready to be viewed, ready to be downloaded, whatever it is, I have an email that spells out again, it's like, I tell my client, thank you so much for choosing me as your photographer. And then I'll insert some personalized feedback based on their session. Then I give them all of the information they need to access their gallery, download their images, all of that good stuff. And then right underneath there, I give very quick three do's and don'ts. Okay. And it's just reminding them You cannot crop these. You cannot add a filter to these. You know, if something's wrong with an image or if you're needing a different crop, let me know. I don't do this for everybody, but occasionally I'll have an interesting request and I will go ahead and complete it. But again, it's just, it's quick. I give them, you know, how to get the highest quality download, how to upload it on social media and higher quality, all of those things. Now, do all of my clients succeed? 
when posting their images. No, I still will see blurry images or screenshots of the gallery, even though I asked them not to do that. But here's the human part. This is the part that I want to drive home today. Okay. We know what we're doing because we are photographers. We have done this a time or two, even if we are brand new in business, we know more than our clients do at this point. Okay. They don't understand They don't. They have a very basic understanding. This is the same reason why people will still order things from Shutterfly or print their images at Walmart. Or again, this is not to make anybody feel shameful, but there's better ways. There's higher quality ways to where you can still pay just a little bit more and get way better quality somewhere else. But the point is they don't know these things. And so they need more help than they're willing to ask for. That's where you come in. So I'm going to give you a solid example. I saw two days ago that one of my senior moms had posted a picture of her senior daughter. I could tell that the quality was really low and it looked like it had been screenshotted, but then cropped. So you know how you can screenshot something and then crop it down to where it's just showing what you want it to show. And I saw that and I was like, oh my goodness, like that kind of breaks my heart. Not for me, right? Not for me as a photographer, but it breaks my heart because they invested so much money in me. The least I can do is help them a little bit and show her how to get that higher quality upload because I know she's busy. She knows I'm busy and she probably thinks she's going to inconvenience me if she reaches out and asks me how to do it correctly, right? So There's two things you can do in this scenario, right? So the first thing that I did was I reached out to her and I just said, hey, I love that picture of my senior's name. And I noticed that it's a little blurry when you uploaded it. Do you need me to show you how you can get the highest quality uploads that you don't have to keep screenshotting or cropping or anything like that. I would just love to help you. I know you invested a lot in these and I want you to get the most out of it. And then I got the best response ever, which was, oh my goodness. Yes. Like, thank you so much. I was having some trouble with it. I'd love for your help. Awesome. We solved that problem from happening again. Okay. Another thing that I did a couple of years ago when I kept seeing this problem happen was I recorded a pre-recorded video of me downloading a real gallery on both the desktop version and the mobile version. And I sent that tutorial video out in the gallery delivery email. They have everything they need to look at it. I had a lot of issues when I used my gallery hosting site prior to what I'm using now. So now I'm using CloudSpot. Before that, I was using something else. And my clients always had issues. And now with CloudSpot, I don't really have that issue anymore. And it's either because A, I've truly equipped my clients to figure it out, or B, we really have moved to an easier gallery hosting platform. And it literally has cut down the amount of help that I have to give my clients afterward. And again, it sounds so silly because we're like, duh, like get your laptop out and download them on your computer. I don't understand how hard that is, but we also need to keep in mind This is not their industry. (laughs) They don't know. They're used to low quality images on a cell phone. Okay. They're not used to high quality images. And so if you take nothing else away from relying on your contract today, 
It's just that I want you to treat your clients with respect on a case-by-case basis, human to human. We all have feelings. We all have great days. We all have bad days. Don't add to it. Don't add to someone's bad day. Be the reason it gets better. Be the reason that because of how you you know, basically went above and beyond the expectations your client already had, that it's how you treat them that brings them back regardless of even just your editing and the amazing photos. People will come back because of how you treat them. It's not always about the images, right? Obviously that plays a role. That's our industry. But a lot of times people just move on or don't come back to you because they found someone with a better client experience or someone that they have a better experience with, like personality wise. Okay. So I hope that this either affirmed that you're on the right path, that you're doing things well, or I hope it encouraged you to tweak your method, your communication, the way that you treat your clients so that you can get loyal clients to come back to you, that you can get those word of mouth referrals, that you get people raving about you. And at the end of the day, your contract cannot be your primary method of communication. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.